Thanks for listening. This is Brian Hurley from Business Performance Improvement. The podcast, Lean Six Sigma Bursts, are short lessons, comments, Q&A, and insights. If you have a question, send your question through the Anchor app, and we might feature you on a future episode. Or contact me at biz-pi.com. For the people that take classes that I teach and are working on a certification, either a Lean or a Six Sigma certification, it requires that they complete a project. One of the biggest challenges is trying to figure out what project they should work on. So here's some generic questions I like to ask. And then I've got some examples by industry that you might consider as well. So if you're trying to come up with a good project or maybe you're considering going through training and you wanna get a head start and have a project in mind, then these are some good ideas you can consider. And I'll share a link to the web page where I put this list together. And if you have some other good examples to add or a different industry to include, please reach out and let me know. I'll, I'll include it into the website link. So in general, just thinking about the time it takes to complete a task and what takes the longest and maybe do a project around that or areas where you get the most complaints or frustration or areas that require the most employees or staff to support or processes that seem very inconsistent, either day-to-day or week-to-week or month-to-month. Maybe areas that have the most mistakes or the most costly mistakes. Maybe it doesn't happen that often, but it's very painful. Or areas that just seem hectic, or things are always just fire, there's a lot of firefighting going on and people look stressed and they're running around and it just doesn't seem very organized. Areas that had the highest risk or things that keep you up at night or worry you about a process, or processes that seem very inconsistent, either day-to-day or week-to-week or month-to-month. Maybe areas that have the most mistakes or the most costly mistakes. Maybe it doesn't happen that often, but it's very painful. Or areas that just seem hectic, or things are always just, fire. there's a lot of firefighting going on and people look stressed and they're running around and it just doesn't seem very organized. Areas that had the highest risk or things that keep you up at night or worry you about a process. Areas where they've had legal risks or maybe a reputation damage that could occur. So those are more on like the risk mitigation or prevention. Or where you have heroes that save the day in order to meet certain deadlines or for the people that take classes that I teach and are working on a certification, either a Lean or a Six Sigma certification, it requires that they take it requires that they complete a project. One of the biggest challenges is trying to figure out what project they should work on. So here's some generic questions I like to ask. And then I've got some examples by industry that you might consider as well. So if you're trying to come up with a good project or maybe you're considering going through training and you want to get a head start and have a project in mind, then these are some good ideas you can consider. And I'll share a link to the web page where I put this list together. And if you have some other good examples to add or a different industry to include, please reach out and let me know. I'll, I'll include it into the website link. So in general, just thinking about the time it takes to complete a task and what takes the longest and maybe do a project around that or areas where you get the most complaints or frustration or areas that require the most employees or staff to support deliverables. That might be a process you might want to look into and try to improve. 
So let's look at some specific areas, like in your own personal life. And I think this is a great place to start. It, it can be difficult sometimes to get a project done at work. There are lots of different people involved, but you can do a lot of things in your own personal life that you can show progress and use of tools and techniques. So losing weight or improving your heart rate would be a good thing to consider. Think of a way that you can measure that. Improving your fitness routine or workouts, like how many miles you walked or how much weight, how many weights you lifted, how many workouts you did. Maybe even things like shooting baskets or golfing or stretching and mitigating stress. Those could be things that you show improvement on. How about reducing electricity or fuel usage? Or just reducing risks in your home, uh, preparing for natural disasters like evacuations, equipment maintenance of your air conditioning systems, falls or accidents, you know, slipping in the tub or in the shower, or having late payments on credit cards or bills that you're not tracking very well. How about improving inventory management of the food or other consumables that you go through, like bread or paper towels, toilet paper, fruits and vegetables. That's one that happens a lot. Reducing space that you need for storage or clothing or books or papers or un other unused items. So look in those closets and garage. Improving your average sleep hours per night. And I actually have a link to some of the sleep improvement I've had over the last couple years. Um, and I've got a course that actually focuses directly on that. So you'll see a link there to the Lean at Home online course. That's free for you to take. And that'll give you a lot of great ideas if you like that um, Lean at Home or personal life improvements. If we get into finance and accounting, you could look at reducing the cycle time to close books, improve the variation and forecast accuracy for sales or budgets, reducing the time to generate recurring or weekly or monthly reports, and I would really look at those to say, do those reports even need to be run anymore? Reduce inventory levels while avoiding delivery risks. Improving processing time or accuracy or payments to vendors or suppliers. Reducing the day's sales outstanding or reducing payroll process cycle time or accuracy or improving accuracy. Improving payment collection processes. Reducing electronic financial transaction and processing costs. Reducing the cycle time of reconciliation. Reducing the procure to pay cycle time. Standardizing the accrual and deferral processes. Reducing time to process invoices. Or reduce purchase order creation cycle times. So those are some for finance and accounting. Human resources, you could look at reducing the turnaround time to hire an employee from job need to someone in the door. Evaluate and improve the gender pay equality. Some businesses are a little hesitant to even go down that and look at that path, but you need to do analysis to even prove that you're paying your employees equally. Reduce the time to process an insurance claim. Improve the employee onboarding and orientation processes. Reduce expenditures for recruiting firms. Improve the hit rate for successful hiring of employees. Reduce attrition rates. Improve timeliness and the value of employee performance reviews, or get rid of them if they're not valuable. Reduce absenteeism. Improve new hire training efficiency or effectiveness. Improve employee satisfaction from the survey results. Or identify and correct retention issues. For sales, you could look at improving the cross-sell opportunities. Getting better at predicting the future sales by month. Reduce time to respond to customer inquiries. 
increasing the percentage of sales from new customers or new products, increasing the percentage of bids or proposals that are won, reducing the time required to enter sales orders, reducing errors and rework associated with sales orders, reduce customer credit worthiness cycle time, reduce the number of bad deals that are processed, improve the cycle time of the entire sales order to cash process, increase repeat orders or customers, reduce time to set up new customers in the system, improve customer experience ratings and survey results, and improve service sales, like cellular service provider top-up system, which I've got a link to an article about that. For shipping, receiving, and warehouse, you can look at improving the on-time delivery of products to customers, reduce the number of finished goods inventory without impacting deliveries. There's a link to an oil drilling fluids project. Reduce processing time from items received until available for, for the production team. Reduce time to retrieve parts when requested or triggered. Set up pull systems with the factory, which would ultimately result in lower inventory levels. So it's probably more of a solution, but so in implementing that concept should fit in under some specific problem you're trying to solve. Improving the on-time delivery of goods to our facility from vendors. Improving documentation accuracy. Reduce the time to unload trucks and shipments. Improve inventory control and rotation. Improve and minimize inspection processes. Reduce floor space requirements for the warehouse. In the IT side or information technology. Could reduce the network or server, application, website, whatever. Reduce the downtime so it doesn't crash as often or is not available. Improve processes of logging into networks from remote locations or anywhere, you know, reducing the time it takes. Improving system reliability and uptime. Increasing the speed of web page loading and processing. Standardizing computer loads for configuration and support productivity improvements. Reduce number of software licenses based on usage. That was a project I worked on at my last company where we had a bunch of licenses for Minitab and we realized through the data that we didn't need it that many. Improving the project request turnaround time. Improving quote accuracy for projects. Reducing time to respond to help desk requests. Reducing hardware inventory needs. Reducing the number of security alerts or alarms or false alarms or violations. Reducing the risk of access to systems from non-authorized employees. I've actually seen a couple projects come through that I've mentored around that. For product or service designs, you could look at reducing the time required to design a product or service, or reduce errors in the design, or find them earlier in the development process, reduce estimated production cycle times, improve the predictions of capability and risk of new products and services, reduce the testing and inspection time required, for the new product or service, reduce software bugs and programming code, and reduce risk of errors and defects in new products and services. If you look at the call center, you could look at increasing or decreasing the average talk time. You could reduce abandoned calls or reduce the time to answer and handle phone calls. There's a link to an example there. You can increase the employee knowledge to reduce the response time or reduce the number of times customers are put on hold, or reduce calls that are dropped, or reduce time to respond to issues and queries, 
or increased customer satisfaction scores or survey results. There's a link to that as well. Moving right along, healthcare can decrease the occurrence or risk of adverse events or decrease near miss incidents or decrease patient falls or their risk level of fall or reduce variation in surgical completion times or increase patient compliance to taking medication. How about reduce time in emergency department until first contact with a nurse or reduce medication errors or reduce medication errors or reduce the number of patient dosage changes. And then there's a project I worked on very similar to that. Can reduce the overtime staffing hours and improve the alignment of patient demand with the staffing schedule. For manufacturing, where a lot of projects get done, you can look at improving test yields or reduce the testing time based on sampling and defect rates. You can reduce batch sizes or standardize instructions for performing tasks or reduce overtime percentage or increase worker quality performance or reduce time to complete key tasks or increase capacity at the process bottlenecks. There's a steel hardware example linked there. Could reduce the setup time during equipment changeover or improve the communication between shifts. Could reduce the lead time from work order start to finish. There's an aluminum casting example linked there. You could reduce the risk of supplier late deliveries or quality issues or reduce time to respond to problems maybe from the and-on core being pulled. Or you could reduce variation in manufacturing processes. And there's an example to a steel wire capability and cost reduction project. Let's get out of business a little bit. Let's talk about sports. You could evaluate and analyze the best marketing approaches and reduce fan complaints or increase average sales per attendee. Or you could reduce the concession stand line times or reduce time for fans to enter the venue or reduce time to park vehicles in parking lots, or reduce traffic delays from leaving the venue. How about reducing waiting time for the restrooms, or reducing the risk of litigation with fans or staff and players, or improve player performance like accuracy or consistency on skills tests, like the 40-yard dash or vertical jump or agility drills or throwing accuracy, or reduce weight like more exercise or less calorie intake. You can improve scouting or recruiting process based on historical data and outcomes. Check out the book or the movie Moneyball. You can just reduce waste like motion, waiting, transportation, overprocessing, etc. during practice time to better utilize the time you have with the team. If you look at a grocery or supermarket, you can improve the customer satisfaction scores or the flow of customer journey through the store. You could reduce checkout waiting times for customers could reduce the number of stockouts on shelves or reduce waiting time for prepared food or reduce the time for customers searching for items like better signage or floor markings or something or you could reduce the time for customers searching for items through better signage or floor markings you could reduce the time for customers to make buying decisions maybe use better labels or color coding you could reduce the number of lost shopping carts and baskets could increase the number of customers bringing their own bags or reusable containers. Could increase the sales of local regional baked goods. Or reduce stock theft and losses, or shrink, that's what it's called. Or reduce wasted food from prepared foods. 
or reduce duplication of time refilling excess stock, or reduce the time to manage or handle loose stock or items out of place, or improve space utilization to maximize customer options, or have a lean roster for team management, and improve the organization and safety of back dock, or reduce handling and flow of products into store and on the shelf, or optimize the use and management of equipment and the assets. For nonprofits, you could reduce the time to train volunteers, or to receive donations, or to reply to donors who are seeking more information, or responding to them after they give a donation. You can reduce the risk of issues at a fundraising event, or reduce the time to check in attendees at a fundraising event. And I've got links to those that I highlighted in a project I worked on that's uh, in one of the books that we wrote. Volume 1 of the Lean Six Sigma for Good. You could increase the volunteer experience and satisfaction scores. You could reduce setup time for volunteer events or analyze opportunities to increase staffing to increase sales. Or you could optimize the email marketing content to maximize donations. On the environmental side, you could use these tools and techniques to run a project to reduce electricity costs or the carbon emissions from a business. Or reduce the tonnage that goes to the landfill or increase recycling rates, or the amount of compost being generated and collected, or reduce the natural gas consumption or water consumption, or reduce the amount of wasted food at events and meetings and off-site events. And you can go to LeanSixSigmaEnvironment.org to see a lot more examples about the environment. A couple more. How about corporate responsibility or diversity, equity, inclusion? You could look at increasing the employee volunteering that takes place in the community. You could reduce gender and racial pay gaps when corrected for experience in education. You could increase racial and gender representation in upper management or align community and company racial and gender differences. You could increase employee and company donations and fundraising to local nonprofits. You could reduce employee harassment and inequality complaints, increasing employee retention across racial and gender differences increasing the use of minority and women-owned businesses in your supply chain, and increase the number of diverse candidate applications to job postings. How about in education and teaching? You could reduce the time to set up volunteer events. You could improve student test scores. You could improve teacher effectiveness or student feedback scores. You could improve graduation rates or reduce college dropout rates. You could reduce the time to register students for classes. You could reduce inefficiencies and extra workload for teachers. You could reduce financial budgets. You could reduce the time to hire teachers and staff. And you could reduce paperwork for student housing applications. And I've got a couple of those linked to examples. So there's lots of different things you can consider for projects. Hopefully one of those, one or more of those resonated with you. If you have other good suggestions that are pretty generic that I can add to this list, please let me know. I know this, uh, this one is a little bit longer, but I wanted to go through the full list and just give you some things to think about. If you need help with trying to define a project or figure out which training you might want to take that might work for some of the different uh, projects you're considering, feel free to reach out. I'd love to talk to you and just give you some tips or advice on what I would think would work best for you, whether it's a Lean course or a Six Sigma course, or uh, maybe you just need some a uh, way to get unstuck on something you're already working on, I'm happy to see if I can help you out. LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com 
has a list of glossary items about popular process improvement terms, along with a history of Lean and Six Sigma methods, and key influencers like Dr. Edward Stemming, Henry Ford, Taichi Ono, Shigeo Shingo, and many more. You can also learn how to access affordable Lean and Six Sigma training and certification. Visit LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com.